0: trying to get people to say yes, if there's anything you walk out of here today with, the alternative to yes-oriented questions are no-oriented questions. And so we'll start with that one. First of all, there's three types of yeses. There's a confirmation yes. Yes, the, the, the carpet has a lot of colors in it. There's a commitment yes. Yes, I agree to go on this journey with you. We will be partners. And then there's the yes that we all are familiar that most people use more often than not. What kind of yes is that? The bullshit yes, yeah. The counterfeit yes, the BS yes. We also know that people use the BS yes more often than they use the other two. So again, we need to ask ourselves, what are we doing to ourselves when we're making it a point to just gather yeses from people? How many of them are fake? I got my bag of 100 yeses in here but 99 of them are probably fake. Right, what are we doing to ourselves? And I actually was working with a hedge fund guy recently and one of the things he said is, our entire industry is geared towards collecting counterfeit yeses. The entire industry. Let's collect counterfeit yeses for a year and then hopefully we'll make a deal. And I was just like that. I just never heard it put that way before. It kind of blew me away. Um, So, the alternative, no oriented question. Simply put, do you agree? which a lot of us have asked before, do you agree, don't you think this makes sense, won't this help your organization, becomes do you disagree? Do you think this is gonna hurt your organization? Do you have a feeling that this will hurt your future? And what's, what's really nice about asking people to tell us no, number one, they feel protected. Human nature response to no is we are protecting ourselves. Yes, human nature response is I'm letting myself in for something I can't quite see yet, but I know it's coming. And that's geared towards everybody in this room's run into the snake oil salesman at some point in your life. What approach does the snake oil salesman use? Yes, momentum. Let me get you gathered up on all of these yeses. And we instantly start to sound like the used car salesman. When we engage with other experienced professionals and we ask the same type of questions. We don't want to do that to ourselves, right? So, do you disagree? Uh, do you think this would hurt your organization? Do you want us to fail? That's the questions we need to be asking. Has anyone seen the pie? Uh, I think he's told it a couple times. Chris Voss talks about using a question on Jack Welsh to come speak at our uh, master's class at USC, Marshall School of Business. Anybody seen that? I know it was pretty popular, so I didn't want to go over it if, if you had. Um, Chris is in L.A., Jack Walsh in town for a book signing. Wants to go to Jack Walsh's book signing and, and convince him, hey, come talk to my master's program at USC. If you've ever been to a book signing, you know you don't got much time with the author. Right. You get up there, you got about 30 seconds, they sign your book, oh, thank you very much, Brandon Walsh. Oh, yeah, good, no, shake the hand, and then you keep moving. Uh, well, I think it was Renona writer years ago was at a book signing, and uh, someone came up to the book signing and spit directly in her face, right, at the book signing, so security is trying to prevent things like that. So you got a lot of time with Jack Welch. You know you wanted to get him convinced to come speak at, the, speak at your class. You know you're going to use a no-oriented question. What do you say to Jack? All right, you walk into Barnes & Noble, you walk up to Jack's table, and you can say one thing, and you gotta get all of that accomplished, right? The implementation, getting Jack back in town, how do we keep in touch, this is the spring, when class doesn't happen for five more months into the fall, how do we keep in touch with Jack, and again, that doesn't even, we haven't even convinced him to come yet. We still I gotta solve all those implementation issues, like, how do you have that question in ten, how do you have that conversation in ten seconds? So what does Chris say to Jack? What do you think? No oriented question. Say that again? Is this the last event you're going to do? Oh, I, I like the thinking there. That's not what Chris said. I like the thinking there, because you know going in, that's a no question. Jack Mosh is going everywhere. People want to hear him talk. He's going to do more events. I like that. It wasn't, wasn't what Chris said, but I, I do like that. Any other thoughts? Not looking for a new what? You're not for any new oh, you're not looking for any new talk. So, okay, I like I like where you're going there. I li- I like the thinking. Right, we're getting the thinking the thinking started. So, the exercise, if you got time, to do around no oriented questions. Write your typical yes questions down that you would normally want to ask. Translate them over to the notes on the same piece. of People actually write them out. Make them part of your cheat sheet. And then some of the preliminary things you need to know about knowing the questions. Is it ridiculous? Would it be a bad idea? Would this be out of line? Does this sound too cumbersome? Is this going to create a big problem for you? That's some of the basic structure. So, Chris walks up to Jack Welch and he says, Would it be ridiculous for you to come speak at my master's class at USC? That's it. I wasn't there in person, my understanding is that, you know, Jack's pretty old at this time, right, he's not with us anymore, pretty old guy at this time. He's standing up at the table with his hands pressed on the table, and he looks up and to the left, and he just freezes. According to my father, he thinks that he has just made Jack Walsh so upset that he's actually having a stroke, and he's getting ready to fall over in front of him and die, right, and then security's going to drag him out by his ears. After about, you know, what felt like forever, Jack looks back at Chris and he says, okay, here's a private Twitter handle that we have within my organization that's run by my personal assistant. I want you to contact us through the Twitter handle. I will let her know that you're reaching out and we want to do this. In addition, I'm pretty sure that we're gonna be back in LA around the fall time anyway. And if we are in fact here, I'll come speak at your class. Here's your book, Chris is out the door. All of that solved instantly. What's great about getting people to say no is when all the clutter around what yes does to us mentally and emotionally is gone and it's replaced with what feels like protection, it allows people to think through the implementation right away. Right? Again, as I mentioned earlier, we all know why we're here. If we're sitting across the table from each other, we've got a really good idea why we're here. It's not about making the ask it's much more about how do I make you feel like agreeing to what you already know I want right deference how ridiculous would it be right what, what is what is going on in Jack's head how many things are is he answering for himself that we have to put no effort into asking as a result of that right and so those are that's one of one of the powerful things about that all right and then the last question are part of calibrated questions, thought shaping. Thought shaping questions is really a combination of the demand or the ask you want to make combined with diffusing a negative at the same time. And so, quick example, hotel suite upgrades. I'm sure all of you are already checked into the hotels you're staying at, so you might not get a chance on this trip, but ideally you're going to be staying in hotels a lot. Try this out. So, Three-stage hotel upgrade ends with a thought shaping in question. Start out, walk up to the counter with the person in the eye and say, Remember, you don't get in life what's fair, you get what you negotiate. If you want to become a better negotiator, click the link in the description below. Well, let me, let me walk you through the whole process, right? You're walking up to the counter, hey, how you doing? I'm checking in, right? Here's your ID, here's your credit card. They're in the system. They're clicking on things. They're clearly pulling up your reservation. As they're doing that right pulling up the reservation focus is not on you it's on the screen itself you say I'm getting ready to ask you something that's going to make your day a lot more difficult now the great thing about diffusing negatives that may be coupled with an ask we have later on down the line we diffuse the reaction from them before it happens right the ask is going to make them mad I haven't made the ask yet but I can imagine the emotional response to my ask. So I tell them how they're gonna feel before I make the ask. It actually takes away their permission to feel that way as a result of the ask. Really interesting concept. But, right, walk up, you're gonna make your day a whole lot worse. You're gonna look up from the computer and like, with a look of fear, wait for that look. L- give it a second to settle. Count the two Mississippis if you have to. Let that look settle in because we all know people got short attention spans. 15 seconds, right, Max? How do I draw your complete focus for the next 15 seconds? You gotta rattle them a little bit. So, complete focus on you, follow it up with, (sighs) I already know that this is gonna make me sound like another spoiled hotel guest that is, in fact, demanding something that they do not deserve. Silence again. Chances are the response that's going to be like, ah, ah, just. Yeah, uh. I had a guy look at me once and he stuttered for about five seconds. And he went, just, just just, rip the band-aid off, man. <laughs> just rip it off. <laughs> right? And You might get a response like that. That's good. What's that an indicator of? Undivided attention. There is nothing else in the world that's in his brain other than his focus on me at the moment. Now you drop your thought-shaping question in, combined by diffusing a negative. How much trouble would I get you in, with the manager, with the hotel chain, whatever your choice is, how much trouble would I get you in if I asked for a complimentary upgrade to a suite? Now I will tell you, I don't know, I don't know how long this is gonna last, I will tell you I am personally batting a 1,000 feel free to try it even in the cases where show up at a hotel and you go oh sir we don't have any more suites available right? we're booked out through the weekend there's nothing i can do one of the reasons you know that is true because they, they do extra effort and you're going well actually we have uh, in two nights we'll have a suite that, that opens up and we can send the bellboy to your room and, and have them collect all your stuff and bring it to that suite so you don't have to worry about moving all your things right? and then you can make a decision in that moment but again uh, confirmation of truth also, another great confirmation of this whole, like, our hotels full? You've executed this well. What they're going to go with is, well, let me give you 30% off to the restaurant downstairs. Every single time that I've personally been in a hotel where they had no suites available, they sent champagne and a cheese plate up to my room. I, I don't know. <laughs> I-, I can't explain it. I just know that it works, right? I hope it works for you, too, right? You've got to get the reps in. So, calibrated... No oriented, thought shaping proof of life.